So, Jonathan. Yes. If we painted you yellow. Yeah. And then fiddled with your crank, could you, would you be our play date? <laughs> that's uh, that's uh, that's the uh, hard to get little video game console that has a controller that sticks out. It's got it looks like a Game Boy except like you said a crank sticking out of the side. Yeah, I mean you're still describing yourself. <laughs> what you just said cuz you are my little cranky Game Boy. Everyone I, knows that. I I it's it's very hard to get. And I suppose I'm elusive. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've been trying to get you for years. It's true. <laughs> Burrow my way into those pants purely for your career. Because my love for you is strictly romantic. There's nothing <laughs> carnal about it. Like, I've talked about, like, you know, I want to put beets and raisins into your ass, Jonathan. Yeah. Quite genuinely. But... It's not a carnal thing. Doesn't carnal mean like meat taste or something? It's it's very <laughs> now, Jonathan. I never said I don't want your meat taste. <laughs> it's fleshy. I want your meat taste. It's an adjective specifically relating to physical, especially sexual needs and activities. Yeah, and carn carne is meat. Some... Well, that's it in Spanish and right. in some yes Latin root. Right? Yes, because it's about the flesh. Right. Yeah, I want I want your Spanish meat love, Jonathan. <laughs> that's, not, that's very different than a trendy boutique cute video game console that's going to have a game where you turn a crank and the some guy made by the Katamari guy gets off. Yeah. A guy made by a guy. He doesn't get off. He like walks or something. That's when you turn the he watches while you turn the crank. <laughs> what? When you walk, you get off. <laughs> not what it's not what it is it happened to me once it happened to me once when i took too many mushrooms and didn't want to <laughs> and tr the the hallway on my way home that was about the time my legs said every time you take a step we somehow are gonna have an orgasm what have you what jonathan your legs have never orgasmed before Start living life to the fullest, Grandad. <laughs> Jonathan was on Road Rules Northern Trail in 1998. Since then, he has appeared in precisely zero award-winning TV shows, blockbuster movies, or community theater plays. We are here to fix this. We are here to make Jonathan off Road Rules a star. Boston's favorite son will ride again. Start drinking Pepsi Max. <laughs> Start drinking Pepsi Max doing skateboard tricks and saying, dude, get with the times. And, and orgasms. For crying out loud, you sound like you're someone who just came out of the five and dime from having a phosphate. Right. <laughs> Not over here with the cool kids taking shrooms, regretting it, and then getting leggasms. Get modern. This is why your career is in a slump. And it's why my career is in a slump. I've decided to start blaming you. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> your your career seems hot from the from the outside. Really? Really? That's how it looks. Really? Yeah. It seems It must be fucking cold on the outside if it looks hot. <laughs> <laughs> I just got a, a, a box 
of video games with uh, with your image, a cartoon version of you on them. People people are thinking about you. That was years ago. That uh, was some sort That was of. my Road Rules Northern Trail <laughs> years. When I was in video games and people looked to me for videos. They still, they now still they look to you. They, they... No. <laughs> You're just... They flee my Twitter in droves because all I do is talk about wrestling now. And it's great. You're, you are in the midst of a move to new things. And that's always going to bring with it some growing pains. But the wrestling is going really good. The people who like you. They love you to bits, and they're growing, and they love you for who you are instead of just the people yeah. that were like, yes, oh. Yes, but why aren't, why aren't you growing, Jonathan? Right? Like physically? Those are the growing pains, which we better not mention them again because of the estro. They fucking sting, Jonathan. <laughs> the, es- the estro? Yeah. It, where does it sting? In my tit. <laughs> I don't know why I said it's so demurely there. Because <laughs> you're demure. Right in the honkers, Jonathan. <laughs> is that what Growing Pains, the sitcom, was about? Right in the bagoingas. Did everyone's boobs on Growing Pains starring... It was, <laughs> it was Alan Thicke, right? I like where this is going. <laughs> and uh, Kirk Cameron. Did all their, yeah. did their nipples feel raw? The whole I, time. Bet, I bet Kirk Cameron's nipples feel raw constantly. That would explain a lot, actually. Oh, he chafes easily from what I've heard. <laughs> Show me that smile again. Conrad is saying that to me before. Like late at night, I think. He just started singing it to me. He's got a lovely singing voice. He does. Big karaoke with him at his house. That was fun. I got to come into that a, l- a little know, bit late. I was really upset. Oh. Yeah, I had one of my sad episodes, and so I went home, and then you were there, but I was too sad. They did Pony. Yeah, by Genuine. I'm glad you fobbed that off to him after a night of pressure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's exactly what happened. Just just like Jonathan always would, he took it on willingly and happily. (laughs) I didn't even have to ask. <laughs> That's my boy. As opposed to this, where we beg and plead, and he never does any of the things we tell him to. He never does anything, and that's for his own good. You see, he does pony because you were live streaming a lovely karaoke. He'll do it for you. He won't do anything for himself. No, mm. no. Yeah. That's the problem with Jonathan Holmes, Conrad. He won't do any. He won't help himself. He won't meet us halfway. He won't come to the dance. Yeah. It's very kind. You can lead a Jonathan to water, but you can't make him try and suck it up through his anus. <laughs> yeah, how do you do? Your anus doesn't have lungs. How do you suck with butt? With a straw. <laughs> the physics. Pop a straw in one end, stick it in the water. I'm imagining a desert oasis, a, a paddling pool. Made to look like a desert oasis. And then you stick the straw with it in your bum in the water, and then you clench. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Clench? I'm pretty sure the suction when you clench Will have a plunger type effect Wow And that should fill you With with water from an oasis? In, in, instead of just drinking it Instead of just drinking it Mouth, mouth to water Water yeah. in the mouth down to the stomach And that whole yeah. area you want to go the yeah. other way around. You want to try to find a find a way to flip the science. Exactly. Flip the science, flip the script. 
wear a baseball cap backwards. You did that in 1998. Now you're going to drink water backwards. The 90s are back, brah. <laughs> Through the ass and a straw. It doesn't... <laughs> So clenching, I, I, maybe you could create a vacuum in your some sort of kegels, <laughs> some sort of kegels. That's the that's the the infomercial. That's on a it. sitcom. <laughs> some kind of about, kegels. Yeah, about a guy called Kegels. <laughs> some sort of. Some sort of kegels. <laughs> I guess I would come in and what would kegels do? Wow, would he clench? Kegels would come in. <laughs> Not in the water, that's unhygienic. But maybe it could be my straw when I try and drink. And then I tell you what, I wouldn't have to suck because eventually I would get a drink. Of what? Come, Jonathan. <laughs> when you're Mr. Keggles, you come inside. Is that what? You said so. I don't, I didn't mean, you mean in... How could I mean you, me, Jonathan? Yeah, semening what? in me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a sad prospect. It's Screw not, you. It's not sad. It's just uh, uh, intimacy. Sexual intimacy is something that I uh, am very kind of edgy and reserved around. It's very yeah. It's not something I just uh, dive into. I'm the same way. Genuinely, people wouldn't believe that of me. But genuinely, I keep it to myself. But sex <laughs> but is wrong. You really don't. When it's us. Without it being for your career. It's, it's, you're very, you may keep it to yourself, but you do not verbally keep it to yourself. It's been a decade of... I'm not here talking about my, my sexual... I was about to say conquest. You've had some? Uh, you've you hinted <laughs> conquest yeah, or two. Or twice. Yeah, you've been involved sexually. You've done it. You've had sex. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, friend. <laughs> you know, it's weird. Somehow my room creates a vacuum like Ooh. you want my ass to. Yeah, you've got an ass room. It it <laughs> just opens the door just opens via some suction that's occurring due to currents <laughs> really? or airflow. Yeah. Yeah. Got some suction happening in that room. All <laughs> I right. don't know why. It makes, it's very hard to, to record with any level of quality because suddenly the door just like a ghost. Suction ghost. Yeah. Are we really worried about recording with a level of quality at this point of the game? I guess so. I've been dogged for my low audio quality for years. So I can't help but want to prove the haters wrong that I can record like a real boy. You haven't been doggied. I have not. I've never been doggied. Is that when someone mounts you? From behind. You've never been mounted. No, no, not, no, not in that no, way. No, no Mountie UB. <laughs> no, no I, I did a mission on Road Rules Season 5, the Northern Trail, where we had to become Canadian Mounties in a real Mountie barracks Ooh. for a weekend. I had to get up at 5.30 and make my bed like a polite child and make sure you had to use a... 
a coat hanger to make sure that everything was at the right angle and there was no wrinkles and they inspected your barracks and oh man it was very very intense but i did pretty well i was yeah. pretty good at shooting a gun which i never had an interest in but i think that some of my video game hand-eye coordination carried over to my ability to be a fake canadian cop yeah you know why they were called mountains they mounted horses, I think. No. Right? No. They were mounted. Mm -hmm. That's why it's it Mountie, <laughs> like I said earlier. No, what they do is every Mountie was required to have, like, a big, fat, hairy ass. Yeah. What? Job requirement. And actually, that's part of, like, if that... Times have changed. They're no longer allowed to discriminate on that basis. No, they can provide ass kids. <laughs> no, they've got a prosthetic, and it, you know, and it's it, it works well enough. Yeah. Plus, they sell Rogaine for butts. To make your ass hair grow? Yeah. To <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's wants. exclusively for mountains. And there's a reason they need to have a big, fat, hairy ass, Jonathan. It's to attract bears. <laughs> What? You see, if a family is out in the Mountie land, the wilds of Canada, <laughs> the wilds out in the territories, Canada, maybe the land where the Mounties roam. If there's a family there, right, having a picnic in the snow, and a bear comes after them, rawr, it's the Mountie's job to jump out of the nearest tree where they were spying on the family for their safety, of course. Of course. Pull down their pants, yell at the family, run, save yourselves, it's me you'll want now. And then just the bear will obviously do what comes natural and get on board. And then the Mountie will lead them away, wading through the snow bent over, just leading it while it follows. And they're just yelling at the family, stop, stop looking and go. Why haven't you gone? Don't look at me. Pick your jaws up off the fucking... F There's another fucking bear behind you. I said don't look at me. It's a program that has mixed results, Jonathan. I feel that they've done a, a poor job of communicating it. You know, and part of that might just be the hiding in trees, not telling people that you're watching them element of it, but... The whole thing seems to have a shocking effect on some families. Mm. And they just do sort of stare and look at the man being fucked by a bear <laughs> instead of leaving because another bear will come because another issue is the sound of a bear fucking a mountie can be picked up by another bear at least... Oh thousand miles away <laughs> oh yeah easily <laughs> how big is canada it's it's more than oh, a thousand about, miles it's at least a thousand miles big at least at least yeah yeah there's like two bears there at least at the very least there's one bear for fucking and one bear for chasing families if anything i think the bears are a part of a scam they're running a scam <laughs> on the mountains well, I tell you what, I love fucking big fat hairy asses and the other one's like, well, I love eating families. Let's go in on this. Can we get the mounties to want to get stuffed by a bear? Let's turn it around on them. They're sick of being stuffed, Jonathan. See, the thing that they don't tell you is that Yogi is a fucking super genius. This is Yogi? The, the average bear? bear is way smart. Oh, yeah. And here's the thing. The Mounties like it. <laughs> so, Why do you think people become Mounties? I, I'd hope that they know. I was a Mountie. They didn't talk about <laughs> any bear fuck. 
There was no ass. There was no drop your pants and show your ass to a family. And we had to apprehend a guy and put cuffs on him. I had to. Yeah. I think I rode a horse. Uh, maybe that was later. It's it's that all... was wrong. The horse should have rode you. That that's I've heard. You're about not mounting right. We need to fix this. We can get you a costume. What's the size your son picks out for you? Extra large boy. <laughs> we can get you an extra large boy mounty outfit. Conrad and I can be dressed as bears. And then we'll do what happens. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> to finish your dream. My, my dream? You've dreamed of being a Mountie since 1998, and you've just found out today in shock and horror that you were doing it wrong, MTV. MTV did you dirty once again. How dare they? By giving you a subpar Mountie experience. Slapping cuffs on someone? I think so. You should be teabagged by an otter. <laughs> I forgot to mention the Mounties encourage sexual contact from horny mammals to solve a variety of, of Canadian problems. So, so It's Justin Trudeau stuck his foot in it. Well, you better let a duck stick its foot in you. <laughs> a duck. It, it's so. There's a lot. The the there's two yeah. bears in Canada total, and they're not reproducing. <laughs> no, with each other. No, because because they're they're busy fucking mounties and yeah. eating families. They got shit to do. They're not going to reproduce because they've already had a family. Yeah, don't judge people <laughs> on the basis of not wanting to have kids, okay? Exactly, just... judgy. <laughs> I bet you're one of them people that go to the zoos and just, like, cross your arms and go, fucking pandas. Or not, as the case may be. Judging animals. Those reverse hussies. <laughs> Those size... Uh... Not, not sex shaming? Yeah. Abstinence? Abstinence shaming? <laughs> Abs well, now that you say that, that that is society. Society manages to, manages to sex shame and abstinence shame at the same time. America's amazing like that. Yeah, it's not good. We're innovators. Yeah. <laughs> Bad. Did you know that when you pay health insurance, you still have to pay for health care? Did you know that? Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. So what's the insurance for? Why do I live here on purpose? I could go back at any time. Wow. Is the amount that they're paying equivalent to the amount that you're paying every month? No. Oh. No, you you pay them more unless you need a lot of medical stuff done. Suddenly. Right, but but so and so will they take you on as a client if you have a lot of medical stuff that you need to do? No, no, cuz you oh. you're, you you look like you might cost too much money. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they're sitting on a lot of money. Huh. The the health insurance is billions, I, I pay, think. So. Yeah. I pay money so I if if I subscribe to White Dwarf, I wouldn't have to keep paying for copies of White Dwarf, <laughs> Jonathan. You wouldn't have to buy the White Dwarf you subscribe to. I wouldn't have to buy the White Dwarf. Yeah, you'd get it. I, I used to read that. I can't remember which one that is. Is that about... It's the Games Workshop one, your Warhammer. Warhammer, I thought so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah with... I vaguely gave a shit about Warhammer many, 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 many years ago. They're... They're as expensive as health insurance, though. I bought some of the models. I painted them against the yeah. the suggestions 
I painted them all yellow and red because I thought that was fiery. Awesome. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. But that was that was 30 years ago. I think I was 14. It's been around for a while. Yeah. When I was 14, I also wanted to be a wrestler. Oh. And you're a wrestler. And I was walking the dog. And I was thinking about Freddie Mercury for some reason. Specifically, that song, Don't Stop Me Now. And I think I was thinking about you and how you, you can't be stopped and you're also English. Like Freddie Mercury. And I got to the part where... He sings, they call me Mr. Fahrenheit. And I was like, do they though? Like, do you, do you go to the, <laughs> do you go to the local bar and they're like, oh, Freddy. it's Freddie Mercury, which is already a made up name. And then be like, ah, oh, don't, <laughs> they call him Mr. Fahrenheit, not Freddie. You know, I don't see that. I don't see the bartender being like, Mr. Fahrenheit's here. Woo. Around. <laughs> Everyone gets around, you know? So I was, I was. <laughs> Thank you for that. I'll tell you what. It, I'm so glad that in 2021, someone's finally taking Freddie Mercury down a peg or two. At last. Well, I wanted to make it work. I'm rooting. I'm rooting for Freddie still. But how do you make it work? He's do a comeback. He's he's not with us anymore, and he's already had a movie. That came and went. It's very hard to do another movie when you... I don't know. Maybe they'll do a sequel to Bohemian Rhapsody starring that guy with the face there. Uh, Malik? Manic? Rami Malik. Yeah, Rami Malik, yeah. So I thought wrestling. You know, somebody played RoboCop, and I think you would know better than me. It was uh, WCW? It was WCW. Yeah, and there was all sorts of WCW crossovers because they also had TV shows on the same station, I think. There was a Ro- RoboCop show for a little while. So I thought maybe I could promote a new Queen TV show on whatever channel wrestling is on by wrestling as Mr. Fahrenheit. Oh. But how do you explain that? And it would be Freddie, Mr. Fahrenheit, Mercury. It'd be a long name. Just turning up as pretty much. Yeah, but it, it, this actually made me laugh out loud, which was surprising because saying it now is not that funny. But when I was, I was thinking, this is bad. All these ideas are bad. Try to make this good. I pictured the announcer. That's what makes it good to me. The the wrestling announcer going, oh, my Lord, <laughs> it's him. Freddie, Mr. Her- Fahrenheit Mercury, coming down to the ring, and he's a mummy? <laughs> and, and, and then it pans over to me, because it's me. This is my new wrestling persona. And then you're wrapped in bandages, going, like doing the slow mummy walk to the ring. It's like, oh my I God. can't believe it. Freddie Mercury, back from the dead, an Egyptian mummy the entire time. No one ever knew. And now we know Mr. Fahrenheit burning up the ring, a mummy. I wonder if he'll take a bite. wonder if beetles are going to come out of his body. And then when I get to the ring, I, I, I like open up my chest cavity and all these beetles pour out cover the wrestlers real beetles like little tiny paul mccartney's and john lennon's <laughs> then it's like it keeps the musical theme <laughs> or we get little like we get those big fat hissing cockroaches yeah. and then we paint like george and ringo and paul and lennon's face on them the, the beetles <laughs> yeah although i've just now that i think about it Cockroaches aren't beetles, they're cockroaches. Yeah. We would need similar. to go with the rhino or the stag variety. I'm thinking just something with a wide surface so that people can like look at them and say, Jesus Christ, did they paint the beetles' face on those? Like that. 
I imagine that's all the reaction it would get is just. Oh, gee. It's very hard with wrestling. Someone had to hold that. As as you know better than me, they they had zombies on WWE recently. Yes. If I remember correctly. They've had zombies. They had a wrestling zombie once who was just called the zombie and would go, No. WCW had a mummy. Um, I believe it may have had Chucky. I think it may have had. I'm going to look that up because I need to. How can I top this? I thought. I thought doing a queen. Well, <laughs> if you dressed up as a mummy, I'd let you top me. It would be a way to cover my face, too, and I wouldn't have to grow a mustache. I don't uh-huh. look that much like Freddie Mercury, as far as I know. Uh, I would have to wear a wig, too, but if you if you wrapped me up. I've got some of them. Now, they're not Freddie Mercury wigs, but you'll look very pretty. If they work for you the way they do for me. You look great uh, in, in oh, a God, wig. Yeah, and, and otherwise, I, I actually envy... Those who can wear wigs without people thinking, like when I wear one, it's different. It's a toupee. And toupee has a real stigma about it. Whereas being non-binary, <laughs> no, no stigma. Oh, no, no, not at all. <laughs> yeah, but it's so easy. You don't know what it's like to be baldish. I'm just cruising through life. Oh, God. I got my first bit of transphobic street harassment the other day. No! Yeah, it was it was minor. I was a bit worried because the way those lads, like, opened the car door to yell what the fuck was that was, like, so eager. I was like, they're going to fucking rush me. Oh, man. They're going to grab me and, and drag me into the car. Um, no, they just yelled. That was the first time I've been yelled at since daring to be fat in the United Kingdom. Jeez. In America, they let you get away with being fat mostly. Some might gawk. But in the Pennsylvania area where you are now, I know you... That's generally all right. Yeah. And I mean, you know, I've been slimming down anyway, so... And feeling more confident in it, so people don't really bother now. Right. I believe I am now what they call... Dummy thick. <laughs> mm. Mm, dummy thick. <laughs> Which, yeah. <laughs> what, what, what a wild ride out. pizza today. <laughs> yeah, you deserve one. I want one. Yeah, you should get one. So you've been catcalled, I know that. Oh, well, someone did once call me baby girl and said they like my boots. How, what a world we're in where people can suddenly think and feel things about us and then just yell about it from a distance. <laughs> yeah, they just have feelings and need to shout them at something. <laughs> I don't get I don't get it. A, a a friend of mine at my day job just got called racist because she I I'm still not really sure. She she has some people she gives extra work to at the job and they're all white. Hmm. So that to me seems like she's racist maybe against white people, which you can't really be racist against white people. That's a whole other story. But no, she's being accused of being racist against not white people because she only gives the extra work to the whites. And she's being yelled at about this. And and she's a boss. Her boss has been informed. HR is like, we have to investigate this this allegation of racism because it looks like she's only giving the extra work for no extra money to these three white white people. It may speak of inherently trusting them more. Mm-hmm. 
Could. Or the bosses could be angry just because white people are working. <laughs> it's, it, They're not used to it. It could, come, it could come back to her in a lot of ways. And she is so sad. She, like a lot of white folks. I are know. any of them non-binary as well? Because like you said earlier, we get special treatment. <laughs> that, that is a classic case of prejudice against Against the cishet white man. <laughs> they are all women, as far as I know, and I don't know if any of them are non-binary. I'll have, I, it's not the kind of thing well, I... ask. <laughs> ask rudely. <laughs> Grab them. Shake them. Interrogate them. Are you non-binary? I'm very accepting. You can tell me. I've got a friend what's one of them. And make sure to say, like, one of them. <laughs> Just one. That lot. Just, just one. Them weirdos who got their gender from Tumblr say that. Wow. <laughs> wow. I'm very progressive. I know what they go through. They get, they they have the following insults leveled at them, and then rattle off insults. Right. <laughs> that I just somehow happen to know because I never yeah. use them myself. But God I... damn! If I wasn't MD, right, that would be really bad. Yeah. It, it it would be. It's funny. Uh, my workplace, my day job. I'm glad you agree. It's funny. It's a comedy podcast. I, I think you're funny. Oh, thank <laughs> you, Sharma. Well, you know, you know, I do. But they are really trying to look inclusive of non-binary folks, of of folks, you know, in the the trans spectrum. They're calling it in my day job. But there's two trans people at my job, and they are the trans people at my job. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, and of course we've invited so-and-so into the meeting because we needed trans representation mm. and they are part yeah. of the trans committee and they are, it's just constantly tokenization. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And they are not in positions of power. One is at like an entry level position and the other one has been sort of shuffled off to a place where they're only brought out and trotted out when it's time for trans talk. And then the rest of the time, who knows? So it's uh it's pretty painful to watch and I don't claim to be the best ally in the world. I I'd like to be, but I don't know how. But I can see not good when I see it and that's not good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. <clears throat> I've been working on getting you an audience for your career. Yes. And I think but basically what I've done is I've put two adverts on TV. One is Sarah McLaughlin in favour of Proposition 18B, and one is her in favour. So we've got opposition and in favour of Proposition 18B, which isn't a real prop. Well, it's a prop. What is it? Because I made it up. <laughs> Basically, it's they want to make a law that that condones and encourages teachers to shout at children in class, scream at them like a primal guttural scream. So we've got Sarah McLaughlin on TV just going, oh, they want to scream at our kids. We're not going to let that happen, are we? Go to the community centre on Thursday and vote against, say no, there's going to be a town hall on it like that. And then on the other one, she's like, oh, it's good. <laughs> They're both Sarah McLaughlin? Yeah. And she talks like, oh. 
I'm picturing her leaning back, hands on her tummy, rubbing, rubbing her belly. Big, beautiful Sarah McLaughlin belly. And it's a, you know, a nation. We really should get you one of my wigs because we could just film it with you and not get Sarah. Because, I mean, your impression is spot on, love. And it's for Prop 18, which is yelling at children? Yeah, well, I mean, more screaming than yelling. <laughs> what are you screaming? What? I, I Teachers are allowed to just, like, walk past a kid in class, turn it, like, wheel round at them, and then just... <laughs> like that. Wow. Um... Yeah. I mean, that's one of the arguments against Prop 18B is... The teachers are going to end up very, very hoarse. Of course. <laughs> you know, they're underpaid. They, they deserve to scream, but some of them might take it too far and hurt their throaty woaties. Yeah, I can, I'm trying to think of a precedent for this where screaming was the primary mode of communication between anyone and anyone. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I've got is Ice-T, the rapper. You know, his final level on Twitter. You can follow him there for... All the latest iced tea thoughts and feelings. He, before he was on a show where he played a cop who was trying to take down those crooks, he sang a song called Cop Killer for his band uh, Body Count. It was a heavy metal band. And they had a song on the initial Body Count album called Voodoo, which is sort of... He might be accused of racism. He may say, I'm immune. You can't do it. But it's... it's Well, Haitian is very different. Exactly. I don't fuck with voodoo. Like, when it comes to talking about representing any of that, like, I'm like, no. I will talk about Church of England. Mm, mm-hmm. And that's it. <laughs> oh. Like, that's as far as I go. But... Ice-T, Ice-T will get into it. He got into it. And in the song, I'm not going to sing the whole thing, but there's a point in the song where he goes, she took out some scissors, cut off all my fingers. Just screams. Screams like you would. She cut off all his fingers. All of them. Yeah, that's some audition level shit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he does it like three times. She took out some scissors, poked it in my eye. <laughs> See, now I want them to remake Hostel, but with iced tea. And it's maybe racist against Haitians. Yeah. And he's just going, just <laughs> For, for for a whole song, yeah. a three-minute long movie. So I've basically tricked a bunch of Boston citizens into the local community centre by running fake adverts telling them that teachers want to scream at their kids. <laughs> now, with the community centre, I've told them that we're putting on a community theatre play. Okay. That's a lie. <laughs> um, I told one of my little For Jonathan's Career White Lies. And very much like at your work, it's my white lies that work the hardest. <laughs> <laughs> they really sort of stretch credulity. 
Is that a word, Chris? It is. It is indeed. Oh, fucking yes. 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 That good about that word. Oh, God. Getting a word right that you're not sure about is cause to go... To just, like, stare someone dead in the eye an inch from their face and go... So anyway, the guy's tea and the teachers. It's exactly <laughs> like the teachers that want to scream at kids, like iced tea when he gets his fingers cut off with scissors. And you, because imagine the delight of a crowd. They've turned up to engage in hot political debate. The curtains open and you are there, Jonathan. In Bermuda shorts, <sighs> string vest and a tie to show your professional as well as cash. <laughs> You bow to the audience. It doesn't work bow. That way. You can't. If bow. If, 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 you mi- if you mix them, they think that you are dangerous. It is. Oh, the, what with the vest and the shorts and the tie? Oh, don't worry. That will be the least of, of their questions. Basically, Jonathan, long story short, I want you to marry the United States of America to prove your patriotism and thus your f- levels of deserved fame. Do what to the United States? Uh, you're going to marry it. You, Ma- you bow to the audience and then say, I am Jonathan, the most patriotic among you, you fucking terrorists, to prove that I am the best one and Donald Rumsfeld's favourite dog i will marry america right here right now like the song that goes right here right now there's no tomorrow it's everything it's right now it's a magic moment exactly so of course you know conrad and i are there to pump you up uh singing probably the most patriotic song of them all When it comes crashing down, that one, Jonathan. I am a real American. All you other Americans are just imitating. (laughs) The Hulk Hogan theme from the 80s. Won't the real American please stand up? Mm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Fight for my rights. Exactly. Fight for the rights of every man. (laughs) The song goes. They are specific. So. Also, it's Terry Belia. The famous racist. <laughs> He's not fighting for every man. Terry Belia? Belia. Terry Hulk Hogan Belia. And it's good because to prove that you're American, you will then sort of say his famous catchphrases like, Hulkamania, brother! <laughs> like that. And you'll say, Don't forget to drink your milk and take <laughs> your eggs, brother! Like he used to say to Gene Oakland. Let me tell you something, me, Gene. <laughs> Take your eggs. And that's when you go like that. You open your mouth and you say, I am ready for my eggs. And that's when Conrad and I like get eggs. We've got like little cartons of eggs. Get an egg, put it in your mouth and then just like push our hand like into the egg. So it all smushes because that's what you do. You it's gross. You eat eggs for the proteins inside of them. For every man. So you become strong and could fight America's enemies. So I'm marrying the nation of America, which doesn't exist. There's the United States of America. Yeah. Sometimes people from the United States like to call it just America, which, of course, discounts yeah. South America. <laughs> discounts South America even existing. Yeah. It's, Wait. It's really... well, I, mean, I mean, come on. 
but let's let's be honest. Yeah. We go down there all the time. It's practically a vacation spot. We may as well consider it part of the That's how we treat it in this yeah. Yeah. As part of wait, our hang on, nation. wait a second. I hear they might be upset about it. We're gonna have to send a few more people. Who's sending who where? What Colombia, happened? Guatemala, take your pick. We're going to Guatemala? We already did. Oh, you're right. <laughs> yeah, we did. You're so historically, for those who don't know. It's the hated. one thing the CIA claims credit for. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. We have we have meddled in the affairs <laughs> of South America a few times, this nation. And I'm meddled like it's the Olympics. Like it's going on like give give America a golden interve- intervention and capitalist spread. And now I'm marrying it. Well, wouldn't you want to marry an Olympian? I want that conversation you just had to be had on stage as well, because the the, the patriotic fervor whipped up in the crowd will have robbed them of their sense of irony, and they will be cheering along with everything Conrad just said. They won't know he's taking the piss. Yeah, he's, he was uh, saying that the nation of the United States isn't great. No, but there they're going, yeah, Guatemala! <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm actually dressed up like Paul Stanley going, yeah, Guatemala, like that. From Kiss. Yeah. The, <laughs> the star man. Health insurance is going to kill you all. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, it will. Greatest country in the world. But it'll kill the poor people first. That's what they'll say. Mm-hmm. And then there's, you know, we'll try out crab nuts. We'll be all, well, golly. <laughs> COVID ain't gonna get everyone. We need herd immunity. And the best part of herd immunity is thinning it. Ain't that right? Well, golly. Don't get vaccinated, folks. It'll give your kids a big, fat, hairy ass. Crab Nuts wants them dead. Crab Nuts wants them to get fucked by bears. Crab Nuts wants them dead. Golly. I ain't saying who. <laughs> Crab Nuts wants them dead and or fucked by bears. Is that what you're saying? Well, it gets lonely. Oh. Gets lonely up in the mountains. <laughs> Crab Nuts needs loving too. Well, golly. Wow. The sympathy play that crab nuts yeah. needs more death and or fuck because he's up in the woods. <laughs> crab nuts needs more fuck. Andrew, fuck. We're bringing out all the great classics today. All of the great Boston's favorite sun characters. I'm Andrew, fuck. Remember that one? Mm, a little I bit. I came here to fuck like that. That's good. <laughs> This is all in my, my bid to to marry a an, a concept. Yeah, yeah. Basically, you know, I'll come out dressed as a vicar, just dearly beloved. <laughs> we are gathered here today to watch Jonathan Holmes do six skateboard tricks before he marries the United States of America. Wipe the egg off your face, Jonathan. It's fucking Jesus. disgusting. Get the skateboard and fucking do your tricks. And then you do your famous skateboard tricks, Jonathan, which is mostly you sitting on it on your bum and just scooting across like a dog wiping its ass on the ground. And you actually go, hur, 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 and you do that. Dog noises. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Like really enjoying it as well. And then we throw you doggy treats. So, to marry this country. <laughs> 
<laughs> Which isn't isn't a thing. Yeah. It isn't. It is a is an idea that we all decided we agree exists. Like, and you're in romantic love with the idea, the ideals. <laughs> How do you marry it? Do you is it? A, do you marry the flag? Or well, I'm there as a vicar, going dearly beloved. That means you're getting married. To what? You go her, 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 and then you look up at me and say, "Puppy Johnny is ready to marry the United States of America, father." And then I go, "Err." Like that. <laughs> what does that noise mean? <laughs> well, it means the best man's coming. Conrad's got a ring. What do we... So, again, is it just the air? Do I just kiss the air or the, the soil yeah. or a flag? Yeah, yes. Or do I go to the White House? and Basically, Conrad hands you the ring on a little pillow. Mm -hmm. You get the ring. You just sort of, like push it through the air forward and then just drop it you just you just drop it on the floor and then you open your mouth and then just start kissing that sweet american air oh. <laughs> because you know don't, don't get me wrong america is uh, a lady in the streets but um yeah uh, I mean, like spit play, so you're encouraged to just gob on the ground. <laughs> Hock some loogies. <laughs> on the stage. And this yeah. is to promote the proposition to... <laughs> no, that was a ruse. Encourage. So, but the audience is... They get something better, is the thing. So the audience has let go of that? They're just like, well, we got something better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't... You know, when they find out that teachers aren't screaming at their kids... As far as they know. Yeah, they might be. Yeah. And they that they were there, I can't even remember, they were in support of screaming at children? Oh, they were there to argue it. It was a town hall. But it wasn't a town hall, nor was it the amateur dramatics production I pitched to the manager of the centre. But you haven't even asked about the consummation yet. Oh, I thought it was over. I thought that, that both no. sides were satisfied. That No, okay. no. Yeah. I mean... Both sides of the wedding need to be satisfied. You don't want to be in a loveless, sexless marriage, do you? Oh, God, no. Can't recommend it. It's not great. <laughs> mm -mm. This is why we drilled a little hole in the lawn outside. <laughs> oh, drilled <laughs> into we the lawn. We drilled a little, you know, like with a hand drill, you know. Uh, like that. So the and you know I was singing dentist from Little Shop of Horrors cause I'm a dentist like mm. that because I love that musical and I had a drill, um, and I it will be a success like the song says and I was very successful in carving America's greatest vag. <laughs> I even found a little pebble for the clit. <laughs> so it's not proportionate to the size of the nation. If the if the nation, which I think if it is as wide. As Canada, it is at least a thousand yeah. miles wide. I've made it nice in the in America's puss puss. <laughs> How big? So again, proportionate. I've, I poured some Fanta down there, so it's sugary and moist for your pleasures. <laughs> and and I assume syrupy and so and mildly anti. <laughs> yeah, it may irritate the skin. So a vagina, I think this is just off the top of my head. Is it? <laughs> the vagina's not. I've not seen that. Is that why you wore the baseball cap backwards? <laughs> vagina <laughs> off the top of my head. No, it's. I'm, I'm guessing they're about... 
I don't know, four inches maybe tall? I don't know how to talk about the the measurements, the dimensions of a vagina, but if the average woman is five foot five or something, then then a vagina is I'm very bad at math. But I'm guessing it takes oh about 50 vaginas. Uh, the average woman is 50 vaginas tall, we'll just say. So therefore, if the nation is at least a thousand miles wide, I'm very serious about this. If the nation is a thousand miles wide, yeah. shouldn't the vagina be like 20 miles? Like the Grand Canyon. Whoa. I had maybe all this time. This is now a Rick and Morty bit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. Rick and Morty, very mixed feelings about Shut that. Shut up, Morton. Listen to your Uncle Richard. I'm well renowned for my Rick and Morty impressions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 shut up. We are going to do science. Get in my spaceship car. Morty. I did ruin it. Uh, and you saved it as well as you could. Oh, yeah. As well as you could. I, I've completely rescued the bird. <laughs> <laughs> so if the vagina is small, yeah. then I can have sex with it, I guess. Little little hole in the ground. Yes. And then when you're done, that's when you stand up and say, now you're probably wondering why we brought you here today. <laughs> it was just to let you know that I, Jonathan Holmes... And the world's best ally. <laughs> That's how I proved it. <laughs> yeah, trans rights, BLM, all of that. I'm your guy. Come to me. I'll speak for you. Um, am I nude? Am I still wearing the, the tie? It's hanging out. It's hanging, <laughs> it's, oh, it's hanging out of your pinky. back short. and forth slightly. Come to me. I'm your guy. Proven. Yeah. Case in point. What I just did. I will talk for you. I will talk over you for your benefit. I'm Jonathan Holmes. Sis, but your sister. Oh, wow. Am I right? Am I right? Let's break the genders, guys. Sorry. Uh, uh, folk, people, people, let's break. This is all you. Let's break the gender, pe- people. I mean, I'm not saying you're gender people. I'm just saying I'm... Oh, God. I'm so sorry. I'm so, so sorry. Did I... Stop it. Mm, did I misgender you? I'm so sorry. I know I don't want to move on from this. I, I suck. I'm a piece of shit. Please forgive me. I love the sis. <laughs> I love the sis at the end. Just slipping that in. The, um, I prefer several times. People, several, several, several times. I've had that where I'm just like, you know what? Just apologize and move on. I'm so sorry. And that's what I want you to do as the world's best ally. Right. Talk about myself. And how sorry I am for a while. Mm-hmm. Talk over the marginalized and then tell them you're sorry because you're a piece of shit. But then occasionally throw in, but you should know I'm straight and cis. Just so you know. And and I prefer cis yeah. people. That's just so you know. But I'm your sister. That was so... that, that it, hurt, it hurt me because I could see it really happening. I, I would not be surprised today if somebody said to me I may be cis but I'm your 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 sister yeah yeah I got an email from someone saying they can't be an ally what yeah it why was, <laughs> I'll just read the last line of what was long 
It is not the place of a privileged, differently raised man like me to pretend to fight by your side. You deserve truer allies than whatever snivelling, self-absorbed advocacy you'd get from me. Stay with those who truly understand you. Now, I've never seen someone try and be so progressive and so segregating in <laughs> one... Wow. In one email. And that's that's just a part of it. Wow. Pretty amazing. That is... Yeah, I... Taking a back, taking a taking a breath to think about how they thought that was good. Mm, they're gonna love this. I'm sending, mm-hmm. I'm sending this email, and they're gonna be like, "I never thought." I'm gonna tell them way. to stick to their own, and that I'm not gonna speak up for them. They're gonna be so impressed. <laughs> I'm the world's best ally, right? By not being one at all. The world's best allies do nothing. Nothing. Except say stick to other people than me. Yeah, just just fuck off. I'm not good enough for you, so get the fuck out of my face. That's kind of what it is. Oh my god. Well Oh I hope I'm not that bad. That wasn't for me, no, was it? You're... I didn't send you that email in my sleep, did I or something? <laughs> Let me have a look. <laughs> Jeez. It's oh, it's signed Jonathan Sexy Baby Holmes. Oh, and I know when you get drunk, you send emails to me, telling me you'll never, you'll never hang out with me because I am trapped. And, and, and you sign it, Jonathan Sexy Baby Holmes. You say stick to other transes, you goblin. Signed, and and yeah, Christ, if I wasn't trans as well, this would be really bad. It would be really bad. But it's okay because I'm projecting onto you. You're not being bigoted, Jonathan. I'm just saying you are. Yeah, that's all. (laughs) I don't feel worried at all that I'm fucking the whole thing up. I love you, Jonathan. Oh, You've, love you too. In all seriousness, you've been such a lovely guy. Oh, thanks. We're really going to miss you. Yeah. Where am I going? Well, there's a certain locker that you're going to go in after what you've been saying on today's show. Yeah, my gosh. Mm. What is it? Is it... Some call it a hurt locker. Oh, Jesus. I forgot about that place. That not that a right. movie starring like Bradley Cooper or something? <laughs> what? Well, golly, you'll be sharing space with me. Your old crab nuts got cancelled. For that, out of all the things, didn't crab nuts tell children to vape? Didn't crab nuts say to like shoot people? It was cancelled for accidentally liking a tweet that said that guns should have stricter regulations. He thought they said no regulations, right? But they lost their audience by exactly being okay for a second. That that could happen. Yeah. Liz Cheney, Poor I think, old had crab that. nuts. Yeah, it's it's happened to folks before. Poor. It's just me and Liz Cheney in here. <laughs> I don't think that would. Uh, I don't think they would both come out of that. I think something would happen to one of them. And it's me. It's Liz, and it's Fox News. On the Wednesday, it says something they didn't like. Fox News gets cancelled by the right all the time. Mm-hmm. I know. And then they quickly forgive them because then they all say, do you remember Obama? He was shit. <laughs> it's weird. It's very weird how it appeals to folks who pay attention in just a very particular way and are very focused on a certain kind of quotes, learning unquotes, but not actual 
gaining of facts. It's very, yeah. very strange. Yeah. When are you going to be Don Lemon's raccoon anyway? Don Lemon. Don Lemon. Don Lemon from CNN. Yeah. I was just thinking about news and then I was like, you know, Don Lemon. He's a hunk. Oh, God. Yeah, he's really healthy looking. Yeah. I mean, I've heard that he won't fuck unless he's in a committed relationship, which I respect, but my God. <laughs> he could take me to Pound Town any day of the week. And if you were his raccoon, you could go through his trash. We can cover you in barbershop hair and paint black around your eyes. Yeah, don't you worry about it. Yeah, and then you just live in his backyard and hiss at him if he ever dares come near you with a stick. So, so I'm not his pet raccoon. I'm his vermin. I'm <laughs> his problem. Don Lemon. Don Lemon's lemon. His last name is Lemon. Yeah. Uh, Don Lemon's lemon farm. <laughs> and I'm the vermin on the farm. You're the vermin. You're the filthy rat. The filthy rat dog known as a raccoon. And you've got like you've cut lemons in half, and you go up to his window and go. Meep, meep. I don't know how raccoons sound. Like that, like like the little goblin that moved the stone paving slab in Labyrinth. That's not inaccurate. I don't know if they have raccoons in Pennsylvania, but the ones we have around here, they sound like that, chittery, yeah. until they start having sex. And wow. That is a sound. You should Google it or YouTube it. I mean, I'm going to do it immediately. It comes back around. Yeah, I want you to describe it because I've been describing a lot and screaming a fair amount on this episode. And I don't want to scream more. And if I were to imitate... Raccoons having rough sex in an alley while a crow heckles them. <laughs> is that real? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of them is going hell for leather. The other one's backed in, backed into the wall and is going for the genitals with its mouth. What? And this is live action? This isn't hentai? This is turning into some aggressive 69ing. <laughs> with raccoons? With raccoons. The raccoons back at it. Okay. Oh, God. I'm going to turn this off because I don't think... I can't tell if, if this is okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell it's not. Okay. I'm not seeing the crow. I can hear the crow. But I was hoping the crow would sort of be stood next to them yelling. So stop doing it in this alley. I think I actually have a video of me listening to raccoons having sex. Yeah. I think I recorded it because I was terrified. It sounds like... Something you'd do, yeah. <laughs> not ghost. Not a ghost, but like a murder is happening in trees. This is no good. Like... <laughs> I can look up raccoons fucking, but when they've dubbed Marvin Gaye over it, I mean, <laughs> I think it's a write-off. Yeah, I'm, it's hard to come yeah. back from that, I think. I just want you to squeeze, like, cut half lemons against on Lemon's window. Try and make them stick, but if they slide down, it's fine. Just so he can say, stop being literal with your bothering of me. I think he would punch me in the face hard. <laughs> I think he would wind up, and I'm just sitting there looking at him, holding the lemons, thinking this will work out for me somehow. And the the fist cocked, and then it just launches a fucking haymaker. Full body twist in the hip, you know, like how Bruce Lee taught uh -huh. people to punch people and hurt them badly. And I would be very badly hurt by Don. And and no court in the world would convict Lemon for assault because no. of my sins. My sins would be first and foremost in their mind, so... I've got to get back to a nurse, you know. What? 
I gotta send a nurse a message quickly. Oh, okay. I last Saturday I was near someone who has the Rona. Oh, Jesus. And now I've been vaccinated. Chances are low. Yep. And if I do get it, then I won't be super sick. But it's also because it's fucking America. They made it really hard for me to get a fucking test. So I've messaged my healthcare provider and they've asked when it was. I'm not having any symptoms. No symptoms thus far. I was exposed on Saturday, and also I was with someone who had the corona. <laughs> I'll delete that. <laughs> well, geez, I hope you feel okay. I hope you don't have coronavirus. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm all right so far. Obviously, it could take a while, or I could be symptomless. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It is... Something that just feels like it's never going to end. Someone like this episode of the show, but I've enjoyed this episode of the show quite a bit. Feeling self-conscious about my mummy idea, my screaming. Oh no, it was great. I laughed my fucking head off. Thank you. It was not... I'm never up to living up to my own standards. It's part of why... This is one of my favorite episodes. I loved it. I loved that Andrew Fuck and... <laughs> <laughs> and Crab Nuts <laughs> both managed to, to tag team, and then I... We're a character crossover now. It's Crab Nuts and Andrew Fuck. I mean, what a double act. You throw in Mr. Keggles, and you've got yourself a fucking triple threat. I enjoyed all those things that, that you did. Hell yeah. And I feel bad about what I did. Well, a crow heckles. <laughs> I don't have a raccoons. That's a real... That's a real video. Oh, Jonathan... Jonathan, Conrad and I should dress up like crows and heckle you. Boo! <laughs> Fuck off, you're bad at your job. We're doing this at your office. I don't think I've mentioned it on this show. Someone made a game out of your idea of me being trapped in a house with crows. Life. Life in the crow house. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, on itch.io. You can Google it. It's it's fun. free. It's free and it's actually pretty fun, the graphics. It's free. Someone put... More work than goes into this podcast into it. Oh, way more. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's an understatement if I've ever heard one. Yeah. Yeah. They tried and they tried well. They did well. I hope that they get famous from that. And I will not get famous from anything. It's over. Every day a little bit older. I'll be 45 soon. Oh, my God. Totally aged out. I think I think I always compare myself to Shatner to figure out where I am. Oh, God. Don't compare yourself to Shatner. Why would you do that? Or do. I mean, you'll get a favorable <laughs> outcome. I compare myself to Shatner all the time. I'm not that brilliant. I <laughs> I, well, I'm worse. I think Shatner was already <gasps> at like the voyage home at this point in his career. He looked older than I did uh, because he didn't live well. He, he was not a healthy guy. I like that you're talking about him as though he's dead, though. <laughs> I do like, appreciate that because that gives me a warm feeling. He's fucking dead to me. Shatner. Yeah, he's dead to a lot of people. Oh, he has been since Tech War. I forgot about Tech War. My Lord, I, I feel like I'm in the Tech War part of my life right now. And I hope I get through it. Jonathan, the Tech War years. <laughs> Just Jonathan. Golden Years sequel. <laughs> Everyone knows who that is. Yeah. No. You've heard of the Golden Years, but have you heard of Jonathan? <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to sell. Golden Years. 
Jonathan. Now, you know, there was a, a miniseries based on a Stephen King story uh, in, made in the late 80s or early 90s called Golden Years. They did use the theme song. It's about a janitor at some sort of advanced research facility who's like real near retirement and broke and shit. And then some experiment goes wrong and he gets all Benjamin buttoned. Really? Yeah. I thought he was going to get really smart, but instead he reverse ages? Yeah, he starts getting younger. Huh. Yeah, I would like to get younger. I'll do it. Well, you might want to watch Golden Years first because I don't think it worked out too good for him. <laughs> yeah, probably. It usually doesn't, but we're all going to die in the end. Oh, God. Yes, we are. Oh, sweet and merciful relief. Oh, don't. <laughs> I'm going to miss you both if you die before me. That's going to happen. I'd like a couple of years to get some things done. You've said that for as long as I've known you. I think you were saying like, yeah, two more years. It was like 2008. And you're like, uh, had a good run. Like, aren't you like 29 or something? You're, you're going to live for a long time. You're getting healthier every day. And you look fantastic. And everyone loves you. I'm doing all right. I need to choke slam some more people. Yeah. I want, I want the wrestling thing to, to get big. It, yeah. As it should. As it could. Do wrestling. See girlfriend in UK and touch your face after I'm confirmed to not have the Rona. I mean, that was the big problem last Saturday is I was, I was letting them lick my face. <laughs> That's tough in a pandemic when the tongue yeah, they, is physically... They were feeling a bit woozy and wanted some salt. And I was like, I don't know if salt stops you feeling woozy, but... I'll do my civic duty. So this person was like, I feel sick. <laughs> I might have coronavirus. <laughs> Can I lick your face? And you were like, mm hmm. <laughs> and then that's what Come I went. Come on over. Mm hmm. Help yourself. <laughs> you don't have to stop at the face either, darling. People don't know that about you, but you are, you are super accommodating in real life. People think that you are tough. And authoritative, and you are when the time comes. But there's times when you're just like, oh yeah, this is why an hundred people have taken advantage of me in my life. <laughs> kind of, kind of. I uh, I hope I've never been one of those people. The ones I've known who've oh, done no. it, they seem to do it on purpose. I hope it's not me doing it by accident one of these days. If so, just just hit me in the face like Don Lemon. Just wind up, <laughs> oh. knock me out. I'll be okay. Wow. Are you still emailing that nurse? No, no, no. I was very, it was two sentences. Just last Saturday, feeling all right. Well, hopefully they give you a test anyway. Hopefully they don't say, yeah, ah, you're pre-cured. Good luck, kid. You're all right. Sometimes, yeah. I hope they give me permission to eat a pizza because I've put on a couple pounds. You deserve it for sure. I should go. Yeah, yeah. It's long. It's strong. I don't need to start talking about doing sad eating. <laughs> I, would, I would listen. I just sit at home eating bread. But I, I, I think we were gonna record started at 9.30. It's 11.30 by my That's clock. True. So I've really escaped from, I may come back to day job and just, Jonathan, are you recording that podcast again? We're going <laughs> to listen to it this time and then you'll be in trouble. Who knows? So hopefully I survive, and I hope you survive, and you too, Conrad. Yeah, I'll be all right. Yeah, you'll all be great. Bye. 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 <laughs> tell me what the matter is, tell me what the matter is, tell me, tell me, tell me what the matter is.
Boston's Favorite Son was performed by Jim Sterling, Conrad Zimmerman, and Jonathan Off-Road Rules. Editing and production by Justin McDaniel. The intro music is Freak Out by Chainmail. Road Rules Northern Trail was an insipid show that shouldn't have happened. Shut up, Morton!